Gibson of the International Secret Police. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. the octopus and Quan Wu were still at large in a secret passage in Dr. Kingsley's house, Speed, Clint, and Barney, exhausted by the happening of the past few hours, snatch some sleep. Barney is restless and awakens Clint as he hears footsteps on the other side of the wall. That means that the secret passage leads into their room. Quickly awaking Speed, Clint stations Barney in one corner, himself in another, and Speed with the door, stuffing pillows in their beds so it will appear as if they are occupied. As the secret panel slides back and the octopus and Quan Wu step out into the room, Barney sneezes. Clint switches on the lights, covering his enemies all the while, but the octopus is ready for such an emergency. At the opportune moment, he hurls a small poison gas bomb to the floor, and Clint, realizing their predicament, calls to the others to drop to the floor while the octopus and Wu make their escape. Hey, speed! Speed! Open the door, quick! Make for it, Barney! We've got to get out of here before that gas settles down. You're telling me. There you are, Clint. And out we go. Uh, well, now, now to arouse the others. They haven't already heard all the noise. Should I, should I shut the door, Clint? No, I'll leave it open. The draft between it and the window will blow the gas away. Yeah. The octopus didn't figure on using that cute little gas bomb idea on a windy night. Uh, hurry up. Come on. I may nab him yet. Hey, sounds like somebody's seen him in the garden. Gee, if I can, I can only get him before he gets away. Well, the lights are going on all over, see? We've roused the house. Hey, what has happened? Well, I had the octopus in our room, but he got away again. Through the window and over the balcony. We've got to get down into the garden. They saw him and we heard shots. Quickly then, let us go down. I will send a detail of men up to your room in case he should double back. No, no, that room is full of poison gas. The octopus won't return there and you better not send anyone in there until the gas has had a chance to clear up. I just had a taste of it, but that was enough. Hey, here, this way's the quickest to the garden. Uh, what's up, uh, sir? Nothing for you to bother about, Sergeant. You guys uh, stay at your posts inside. We'll tend to the outside, but you might keep a weather eye open for the octopus. Hurry, fellas! Yeah, now, you stay with us, Speed. Don't go so far ahead. Uh, hey, would you look at the east? It's getting kind of light. Must be near dawn. Uh, keep your eyes on the garden instead of the sky, Barney. The octopus may be behind any bush. Police out here uh, are sure excited. Running around with those flashlights and lanterns, they look like a lot of lightning bugs. 
this group by the wall seems to be the center of excitement. Let us see what they have to say, huh? Seeing the most extraordinary thing has just happened. What, Captain Dawes? A short time ago, we saw two men leap from the balcony of Mr. Barlow's room. The occupants in Quan Mu. Uh, where did they go, Captain? Well, that's the strange part of it. They came directly toward us on a dead run. And Mr. Barlow, you yourself told me the octopus was up in your room and that we should surround the room carefully while you went for Mr. Ying. I told you? It was your voice, sir. Sure as I'm standing here. It all happened so fast that I was about to obey orders without question when I happened to flash my light in your face. By that time, you'd reached the gate there with your companion. Yeah, then what did Clint do? I saw he had a mask on. I realized he was the octopus. We fired wildly, but it was too late. The octopus and the man with him were through the gate and lost in the darkness. I placed a dragnet of men around the neighborhood, but I'm afraid we've lost him again. The octopus imitated my voice so well that he fooled Captain Dawes here. Say, say, Barney, I used to know another man who could do that. Yeah? Who, Clint? Uh, well, it doesn't matter, Speed. That was a long time ago. But it is strange that the octopus could imitate me so well when he speaks with a decided accent. Must be phony. Uh, it might. It's hard to say. With all that excitement going on, the tone would be enough to fool Captain Dawes. Well, at any rate, let's hope that dragnet catches the octopus in Quan Wu again. The wind has died, Master. Now we shall be better able to hear our enemies should they draw too near. But dawn will soon break, Quan Wu. We must get away from here before then. Here. Master, you are removing your mask. I must. It attracts attention. I must travel to the underground hangar alone, Quan Wu. Now that they know you to be a member of my band, I can no longer be seen with you until we are safe once more. I trust you to join me at the hangar in safety. Yes, Master. I have no fear of the Hong Kong police. No, but the secret police may join in the search. They know you. And you, Master, would they not know you, recognize your voice? I shall see to it that they do not see nor hear me, Kwanu. Now listen carefully to my instructions. Yes, Master. Should you reach the hangar before I do, order my aviators to have their motors warmed up and waiting. Get the mechanics to the giant hangar doors so that when I arrive, the giant doors can be rolled back and we shall take off immediately. You will leave nothing in Hong Kong? Nothing but a skeleton organization of spies to keep me informed and to prepare for the time when I shall return. But uh, that must wait until Clint Barlow is no more. Meantime, we shall have plenty to do in Tibet. Now, be off with you and make haste. For should you not arrive at the hangar by the time I do, we shall not wait for you, Kwan Wu. No, Master. For then, you would wait forever. But do not worry. I shall be there. Quiet. The police. Into the bushes. I don't think we're going to have any luck here. Ah, that German octopus wasted no time in getting away from the long sea road. They're launching. I might as well return and file our report with Captain Dawson. <laughs> they are tired of the chase, Quan Wu. Now is our chance to escape. You go one way, I'll go another. But, Master, you are unmasked. I am safer when I appear as other men, Quan Wu. There's only one man who must never see my face. Others, so long as I do not speak, will not know me to be the octopus. For the rest, I'm a mask, a voice, a will. But that other man... No need to worry about him now. We must concentrate on getting to the hangar. And then... Tibet. (laughs) 
yet so far. We almost got our hooks on the octopus twice, and then, by golly, he slipped away. Well, yeah, well, we had some bad luck in losing him, but we were lucky to come through it ourselves. Yeah, whoever thought that guy'd have poison gas? He's a one-man ammunitions plant. He takes advantage of everything, too. Well, Speed, now that you've seen the octopus in action, you may have an idea of the man's genius. You know what we're really up against now? Oh, he's smart, all right. But you can outsmart him any day of the week, Clint. Well, I haven't done so well so far, but at least we've come close to him. So close that I think he'll be leaving Hong Kong. And the question is, where will he go, Clint? We all believe Tibet. But where in Tibet? I don't know yet. But it'll take time to find out. Now, that's where Bob Gilmore is going to prove invaluable. Now, he knew Marshall Winfield's brother well. Knew where the oil surveys were being conducted. Now, I've got a hunch that the octopus headquarters will be somewhere in that territory. Oil in Tibet. It has never been found, to my knowledge... The country is rich in gold and other minerals, but oil? No. Maybe that's why that oil company that young Winfield was with folded, Clint. Well, maybe, but I think there's something more than that caused them to fool, Barney. No company is going to the expense of surveying wild and little-known territory for oil unless they've had some pretty sure signs of it. Or unless they were using the oil gag as a cover-up for something else. Hey, the kid's got something all right, Mm, Clint. Possibly, but according to the records, that company was perfectly straight. Well, I wish Bob was having breakfast with us. I'd like to question him again, but he's sleeping now, and I don't want to wake him. Dr. Kingsley said he had a tough time keeping him in bed when all the excitement was going on around here. <laughs> well, knowing Bob, I don't wonder. You know, it's funny. Here Bob, banged up as he is, fights to get out of bed and chase the octopus all over China, while I'd fight to stay in bed. Doctor sure had a war in his house, hasn't he? Yes, well, I told him to catch up on some sleep while we're having breakfast and making plans for the future. I imagine little Jean was frightened over the shooting, was she not? Yes, but once she knew we were safe, she quieted right down. Is she sleeping too, Clint? Yes, Speed. Sure, we gotta take turns sleeping and eating, kid. You never know when or where the octopus is gonna pop up again. Well, Bob got the worst of his last encounters. That clout he received from splinters up in his cabin on the Siang River and... And then being slugged when he went out to order reinforcements didn't do him any good either. And on top of that, he went clear to the police station to get Ying here after he came too. Boy, Bob sure has got what it takes. Yes, he really saved our lives. I won't forget that. Want me to sing hearts and flowers now? Oh, well, now you were lined up against the wall with the rest of us, old pal. I don't forget that. Oh, I know Bob brought reinforcements to us in the nick of time, and I'm plenty grateful. But how about the times I've saved your life? And what thanks do I get? Oh, oh, well, you're going to start that again, huh? Well, I don't know why not. You hand posies to everybody except me. Well, how about the times I've saved your life, old pal? You save mine? Yes, and if you want them in alphabetical order, we'll start with that time in the Argentine. Okay, okay. Just forget I said anything about it. Uh, we don't have time to go around thanking one another for favors, Barney. I'll say not. Things happen too fast. <laughs> And right now, I should advise you all to enjoy this bountiful breakfast. Here is peace, good food, warmth. What more can we ask? It'd be swell, Ying, if I didn't know that something's liable to pop at any minute. Kind of gives me nervous indigestion. Well, your nerves don't interfere with your appetite, I notice. Well, I ain't at for days. By the way, Clint, uh, what's the next move? Well, I'll have to cable Chief Riley the latest developments. And then, if the dragnet catches nothing... We'll have to do some real undercover work to find out where the octopus has gone. Listen, they've seen something. Perhaps the octopus. Oh, I 
I knew this breakfast was too good to last. And you're wrong about that next move, Clint. It'll be no undercover work, but right out in the garden to see what all the excitement's about. (laughs) 